Howdy, everybody out there. This is Big Beefin'. This is JP, and I am one-third of that Big Beefin' show. This is Aaron Rollins. What's doing, boy? Now, you may be asking, what is Big Beefin'? Well, the answer is quite simple. Big Beefin' is... That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> you stop listening halfway through. I knew you were podcasting. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's his goddamn yard, and he put the property tax on a damn thing. And he said, wait a minute, Rollins. You got to be smarter than a fucking average bear. And I looked at him. I said, that goes both ways, buddy. And he kept talking. I just left. <laughs> average bear. That's a, that's a yogi. Yogi bear, right? Isn't that... It's a Yogi Bear reference, but that's not the fucking point, man. There, the, there, there's dark matter. Is there light matter? Well, that would just be normal matter. Like all uh, all of our normal matter would be the stuff that's not dark matter or dark energy. Uh, um, in quantum in quantum physics, and this is going to be a fucking terrible description of quantum physics. But you know how you know how you have a light switch. You have a light switch. Yeah. So quantum physics is basically if your light switch was on and off at the same time. What the fuck? That's quantum physics. So that's bullshit. If, Aaron, are you okay? Did, didn't you tell that one yesterday? I just told that one yesterday. Like, Aaron, are you okay? That he states that Bigfoot is there in plain sight. You just choose not to see him. <laughs> that's not what I meant, damn it. Fuck you. Never mind. Never fucking mind, John. You don't want to fucking walk your fat ass and don't walk. There you go. See? That is. <laughs> no. Uh, no beat to drop. So let's get right to this. Hello, my name is JP. No need for no MC. I've been keeping it real since 1983. <laughs> just, just enjoy the show. What are you doing? Okay. Hey, boy. What are you doing? What's up? Nothing much. Oh, wait, man. Oh, well, what's up with my father-in-law? I, I'm on late because uh, my father-in-law had a, a car wreck. He's fine. Oh, shit. You know, but, you know, yeah, so I was late. We went over there, you know, Celia cried because her dad, you know, but he had what, a wreck. Was it bad? Well, the, the front hood, like, well, uh, no, not really. You know, it busted up the, it busted up the radiator and it bent his hood in half. That's it, you oh. know. So. Well, well, at least you were there for support and all that business. And... I feel like I'm not good at that, Shane. I'm not good at going, you know, they're there, there, you know. Well, at I, least yours is something tangible. It was a car crash. Like, Sarah will start crying because of a cartoon. Like, so. Bambi? Bambi or something? Well, not even that. Like, there was a, uh, the Batman Superman Public Enemies when, yep. uh, when they're at the very end of the movie, uh, Superman's like, or Batman launches this rocket into space to go try to blow up this meteor and uh it's that giant robot rocket and uh of course it works and but you know it looks like there's an explosion it doesn't look like batman made it out so when superman tries to go up to find him you know and he finally finds him and he gets this look of relief sarah's over there just bawling <laughs> it's all just all yeah. tears and everything it's like yeah. well okay what can, you, what can you say to that well they're friends you know and, well you know they never admit it though you know Never, one of friends don't admit it, they're friends. Yeah, well, the thing is, is, uh, well, yeah, no, I mean, well, you know, it's kind of a mutual unspoken respect, but that last, you know, the, the, the last two movies that we've seen them in, you wouldn't get the idea that they were friends. You get the idea that they hate each other. Yeah, um, I think, well, you, the, a side note from that, I like that toy line that he made for Public Enemy. I like yeah. that toy line because 
that sh- in that movie, people watch a Public Enemy. That's Batman, Superman, all the superheroes in there are super wicked steroid buff. All oh no! Super um, buff. If, if you listen to the behind the scenes, they did that intentionally. Um, they said this is the this is the biggest, most muscular we've ever drawn any of these characters. Like and, I know, I like, like I said, I like I mean, I'm a hero, big, thick, strong, but god dang, you watch Public en- Enemy. Yeah. <laughs> well. The, the the artwork is based off of Ed McGinnis, and his art already looks it looks like a cartoon. Just the way he draws comic books, they look cartoony. And to try to make that animated, you know, the best they could do was just get him, you know, big and, and muscular like that. And uh, yeah, it's a great movie. Um, Who the was sequel that? was good too. But which yeah. hero? What's that? What's that guy? He was being a dick in that movie. Major Major Force. Major. Yeah, Major Force. He was the. Uh, he turned out to be the uh, the traitor. Um, I mean, Captain Adam was leading the team. So basically, so for all the listeners out there, Public Enemies is a storyline. Uh, it was a graphic novel that came out in the early 2000s. It got made into a cartoon. And basically what happened is Lex Luthor gets elected to be the president of the United States. And what they were trying to do, because Lex Luthor has always been like whatever the number one criminal in the world is, that's kind of what Lex Luthor is. Like when he was first created, he was a scientist, and that was back in the 40s and 50s, and scientists were considered evil because of nuclear weapons. And then he changed to become from a scientist to like a corporate person. So like in the 80s, all the crooked, you know, corporate people that weren't ran businesses. And then in the 2000s, they changed him to be a politician. So he's always been, you know, these type of whatever society deems to be evil. It's, you know, Lex, Lex assumes that role. And nowadays, he's kind of an anti-hero, which is interesting if you kind of if you see the character's evolution throughout the decades. But uh, anyways, he forms a new Justice League when he gets elected, and it's uh, Captain Adam, mm-hmm. Major Force, uh, Power Girl, Black Lightning. Uh, I think Katana was on the team. I think that's it. I th- and, and that's a pretty weak team. We just we take it on Batman. And Superman, and you got his team like, yeah, it's they're not a fair fight, guys. <laughs> well, well, yeah, I hear you. Well, I mean, you know, you got a Kryptonian. I mean, Power Girl. So you, you know, you're trying to, you know, and then you know, Batman. Uh, you know, you got Katana, who's in martial arts, and then you got two energy, three energy guys. So you know, Major Force and Captain Adam are they part of a team that's partly like Adam? you know, power base. They were both uh, military experiments that just went off the rails and they got the so same. It's just atom. a similar power set. Power, power of an atom, I guess. Yeah, basically that's what they have. They, major they force. Mani- which force? I didn't know what a major force was. Well, it's pretty much has the same thing. It's energy manipulation. They can, they can control atoms and, and, and energy and, uh, you know, they can absorb energy. They expand energy. So oh. they're basically just, well, they're, Captain- their suits contain their energy. So that's the most important part. Yeah. Cause Captain Adam played a big role in the, um, flashpoint. They actually tried to use him and I guess overloaded it and he took the world out. Yeah. I've seen a couple where he's done. There was one, um, I can't remember what it was. No, it wasn't Adam. It was another storyline. There was a there was an Infinite Crisis storyline where, no, was it Identity Crisis? I can't remember which one it was. But the uh, the Shining Knight. Have you seen the Shining Knight character? Do you know who that is? It, I it's, it's not describing to me. I know what it he is. He looks like that dumbass in Dragon's Lair. Like he's got a 
I, he's okay, got like got a, a, a pointed yeah. metal helmet and he rides yep. a fucking unicorn horse or whatever. Yep. I know. I know who yeah, so there was an issue where Shining Knight and whatever team he's on, there's Shining Knight, Shazam, and uh, Firestorm. And Shining Knight's sword, I guess it's supposed to be magical. It can cut through anything. Well, they were being dumbasses and like his sword swung back and it hit Firestorm and like cut his suit open. And he didn't know what to do. He's like, what am I supposed to do? And Shazam was like, you just need to fly. And like he flies off and he just explodes, you know, and that's that's why that's how he died in the comic books, because he came back as Death Storm. But um, anyways, yeah, so Captain Adam, uh, I guess in, in some stories he's, you know, yeah, was, I mean, pretty powerful when he explodes. But I've seen uh, Superman beat his ass like almost busted tore his suit and part. He was punching him so damn hard. So and he's just pure energy. But uh, but the big guns that Lex Luthor called in to try to take the two heroes down was Hawkman and Shazam. That was the, you know, those that's, were yeah, that's, that's, that's your heavy hitters. Yeah, that's who he would. And, and then come to find out, you know, I guess they don't really go into it in the, in the movie, but I guess what happened is, is uh, Shazam and Batman went to them or uh, uh, Superman and Batman went to them and they're like, Hey guys, uh, we just need to swap places with y'all for a little bit, but we got to make the fight look good. So Lex believes us. And they, I think the reason they were able to do that because Power Girl was on the Justice Society of America. So she told him, she said, look, there's something wrong with Lex Luthor. We got to trust Superman on this. And uh, can you help us out? And they're like, yeah, you know, whatever. We'll make it look real. So they beat the shit out of each other. But then when uh, after the fight's over, you see Lex Luthor thinking, oh, well, where are their bodies? You're supposed to supposed to bring them to me and come to find out Batman's wearing Hawkman's suit and Superman's wearing Shazam's suit. So it's kind of a cool little moment. Well, I know that I like the um, the Red Sun Lex Luthor. He's an yeah. intelligent guy. He said, "No, I'm better than an alien from another planet." You know. Well, I that think- that version of Lex Luthor is probably the best, like most relatable Lex Luthor. You can that yep. lets you understand what Lex Luthor's motivations are because he's he's a guy and he's trying to make things work and. He's trying to solve the world's problems and he's getting closer and closer. And all of a sudden this fucking being shows up that can do anything. And it's like all Lex Luthor's work is just for shit, you know? And so, well, it shows that Lex Luthor has some insecurities. If he's going to try to take it out on Superman, obviously, yeah, I mean, you know, he could have just backed down and said, Hey man, I'm just a man. I don't have any, uh, any competition with you at all. I, there's no way I can compete with you. If you can fix the world, then go right ahead. It, it seems like no, he had a jealousy for him. Like no, he. That's that's what I mean by insecurity, John. Shit. You need to share all this knowledge you have. It's what he always was mad about, you know. Yeah, well, it's basically like it's a little bit of an intersect. It's a little bit what I said. I mean, it, it's Superman's reigning on Lex Luthor's parade. Like he before Superman comes along in Lex Luthor's mind, he's number one. Like he is the pinnacle of human evolution. He's the top of the chain. Like there's nobody that comes close. And then this being comes down who's got unlimited power and it makes right. Lex Luthor obsolete. And he's like, well, what the so fuck? you know, the problem I have with that is that Batman said it the best in the uh, Dawn of Justice. He said, you're not even a man. And he's right. Superman's not a man. He was he was uh, raised on Earth, but that, he's not even close to being a, a mortal man. Well, they call it a human. I mean, uh, what do you call it? Um, he was he got here the human characteristics yeah well it's, that's, that's what's interesting about superman is he grew up on a farm in kansas so it gives him a unique perspective on life because he knows yeah 
he knows like the human struggle he knows life on a farm simple life you know slow living and then at the same time though because he's got super hearing he knows the world's a pretty fucking awful place like people are constantly killing each other but if you listen to the uh the first superman movie when Jarrell sends superman back in time he's like they can be a great people they just need someone to show them the way and so superman can only get he can only get so involved in human actions like he can't uh, except for red sun red sun he goes off the rails and does whatever red, the fuck uh, he wants Russell crow playing uh, his dad was awesome by the way yeah you like that that was yeah yeah i think he did an outstanding job there's some there's some russell crow roles that you don't really get behind like he, he i don't think he was that good in an american gangster not american uh, gangster yeah. what was that one? he did it with um, yeah, Denzel was washington oh uh, yeah no i remember that yeah yeah well, it wasn't American Gangster. It was uh, something else, wasn't it? Did y'all um, did, you, did y'all know that he was originally going to be who they were going to cast for Wolverine? No way. Yeah. <laughs> I think he could have nailed it. I mean, he's Australian, just like Hugh Jackman, and he's he meets the size requirements. Like, well, he's... Wolverine's supposed to be a little stocky dude, not this tall, lanky bastard. Now I remember we I remember we argued about that. Like, no, if he's not short like Wolverine. It's not going to work. And Hugh Jackman well, still pulled it off. Yeah, for the yes. next, like, 17 years. He's jacked. <laughs> yeah, well, he's just a good actor. And, I mean, he really embraced the role. But the thing is, my problem with those movies is it's too much Wolverine. There's not, you don't get to – you don't, barely get to see any of the other characters. Like, Deadpool and Professor X are the only other characters you really get to see. Because and, they're crowd favorites. they got to play to the crowd, man. Deadpool had a huge following, and that was evident when they came out with his movie – because it broke records, you know. It, it really should have been Wolverine and X Men. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> much what it was. If, you don't get like to see Captain Marvel, or not Captain Marvel. It's just like it's Iron Man and the Avengers instead yeah, of the Avengers. Uh, yeah, the first the first Avengers movie is really Iron Man show. Yeah, um, yeah still Iron Man show. He's still calling the shots, isn't he? No, Captain America took over after uh, Civil War. Nah, but he's been you know behind the scenes, not really doing much. In Age of Ultron, uh, who did you see the most? Age of Ultron, from which Iron Man, right? Because it's all technology, yeah. Yeah, well, Iron Man beat the Hulk's ass in uh, Age of Ultron. He was so. still getting mad about that. He was still getting mad about that. I mean, that's plain. I mean, the Hulk got beat from flat out. I mean, it, anytime I seen Iron Man and the Hulk face off in the comic books, the Hulk always pulled out the win somehow. But in that movie, fucking Hulk showed up, Iron Man yeah. showed up, and Iron Man just beat the shit out of him. Right that's the end of it. Uh, one. No, think about that, dude. Think about that. When he was sitting there hitting him with that fist, go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. He was beating the daylights out of him. What did the Hulk do? He caught that fist in his hand and ripped his arm off. <laughs> yeah. He still lost the fight, though. But, yeah, I mean, he's... Um... So, uh, you got to think about it this way. Yeah, the Hulk got put out of commission, but he always gets put out of commission eventually. So, if you look at all the damage he caused, the Hulk buster lost, man. If, he, even... Uh... Even Goku took a loss. He was the strongest man ever. Even he took a loss. He took a, he took a loss one time. Well, yeah, Piccolo, Piccolo killed Goku. A lot of people forget about that. They they, they forget when he shot the special bean cannon through him. But yeah, he killed him. You also got to remember when uh, Gohan turned into a, an ape and crushed every bone in his body. Yep. Yeah. Shit went off the rails real quick. They had to rip that tail off of him. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Krillin. Krillin cut it off with his... Uh, Destructo disc. Oh, Destructo disc. You had to. That was his weakness. Was the tail was a weakness. You know, I always thought that was weird. Grab the tail. 
Yeah, they, their power. And they wrap it around it like a belt, and then they pulled it out. Like, what the fuck? Like, a belt. <laughs> well, my, my thing is, is how could they not know that was their weakness until like, I mean, how could they? You know, I mean, you'd think because they were out conquering the galaxy, you think somebody would have the guts to just grab their tail and yank it, and you well, know, how could they not know that that was a weakness? Never gave them the opportunity. You know, those fighters were vicious. They destroyed planets. So if if somebody tried to go after their weakness, they probably hit them with impunity. You know, and if, and if you were strong enough, you could transform to ape mode without the moon, I believe, right? Yeah. Well. <laughs> There was at first they kind of they were trying to tell to explain the the legendary Super Saiyan, and they first hint that it's that's of some form of the giant monkey mode, but uh, I don't know if that's true. We haven't seen a Super but, Saiyan monkey. But that was uh, a true. That was a Super. That was Super Saiyan to them, right? Was the ape form was their strongest form at first, right? That's what they were saying. Well, the ape form is what the, they they were able to do to conquer planets. Like that's how they. That's how they terraformed and took over planets for Frieza, is they turned into giant apes and just fucked the place up. Um, but supposedly one of them, at some point in their history, got the legendary Super Saiyan st- shit and was able to like really fuck stuff up, like mm. was unstoppable. But they never, they've never really explored that origin, like where that came from, like what, what that was I, about. How much more can they go? Goku's in God mode now. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what though, in that in the in the new series, they revealed a very big weakness for Goku that uh, a lot of people, you know, never really thought about. But essentially, if Goku, in order for him to defend against an attack, he has to anticipate it. So if you hit Goku with a sucker punch, you can kill him. Anybody can. Uh, I don't he, know about. He can that. get taken out with just gunfire. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> no, there's a there's an episode, and there's a it was an episode, and it was a movie when they brought uh, Frieza back to life, and Frieza just fucking just whams on Goku, just beating his ass, and uh, Goku finally gets the upper hand, turns into God mode, is able to fight Frieza off. Frieza runs out of power, and so Goku's got him on the ropes, and Goku walks up to Frieza, and he's like, you know, I'm gonna take you out, or you know, you need to stop, you need to quit, uh, you've already lost, just give it up. And this little goon, this little minion of Frieza's, picks up a laser gun, just a simple little low-energy beam laser gun, and shoots, shoots Goku and kills him. And well, it's like, the weapon was special in the sense that it was able to kill Goku because it was very highly powerful. No, it was just a, it was a low-level energy beam. Like, I mean, the, the fight, like, Krillin's got more powerful than that, that gun has. And they killed him. Well, they explored it in the show. They've talked about their weapons, like how they were outclassed by the same so, warriors. Yeah, that, that explains why Goku wants to know, we're going to fight, right? So he knows, okay, I'm going to fight you, you know? I'm gonna yeah. We're going to fight, you know? Yeah, if you wanted to kill Goku, you'd just take him out by surprise. That's how you do it. Like, you could, like, Batman could be Goku. He'd just show up with a sniper rifle, shoot What's him in the back of the head. Really? I mean, if you put a kryptonite-laced bullet in your rifle and you shoot Superman in the head, He'll die. Yeah. In theory. But well, I mean, at least what, well, the thing is, is that they, they don't really know if you can kill Kryptonians. They may, I don't know the process of how you kill them. I know they enter into like a animated state, or just, you know, a state of where they, their bodies are shut down, they're dormant, but their cells can't, re, can't degenerate. Well, so unless I- the Kryptonian breaks down more of his cellular structure, um, 
So you'd have to keep the kryptonite bullet in his head. But if somebody pulled the bullet out, he eventually would heal and would be fine. That that would happen in uh, Unleashed, didn't it? That, that video game? I don't remember. He shot him with the kryptonite bullet, but it couldn't, they didn't pull out, so he started bleeding out green, something like oh, that. Oh, I don't remember. I know, and I know he got shot with a kryptonite bullet in Public Enemies, and uh, but Batman was able to get it out, and he healed up just fine after as soon as it was out. Hmm. So, uh, but yeah, no, well, it's just you know, so yeah, he's got God mode, and then the, uh, I'm I'm watching the series right now, and he's fighting. Uh, they're having this huge universal multiverse tournament with all these other beings from other universes. And then yeah. I watched, yeah. And yeah, I haven't gotten to that far yet, but Jiren's there. I mean, like he's in the tournament. Jiren, so, that's a bad motherfucker right there. Jiren, man. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, so y'all don't spoil it for me. Cause I ain't fucking watched the fight yet, but I, I did see the bro. I did see the new. Yeah, it is your fault. If you spoil it for me, because I told you not to, so it'd be your fault. No, it's um, not. You should have watched it already. I can't watch we it. Watch the show it. hasn't. It's not. I have to watch it in Japanese or pay for it or something. I'm not going to pay uh, for whatever, it. Whatever, man. Me and John know about it, so I don't know why you don't know about well, it. Well, because I, I want to be. I want to see it naturally. He's like he's he's kind of like Pickle. He stays composed even through the fight, but he's even. But Jared's even more composed <laughs> during the fight. Like oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I saw I saw the uh, I took uh, uh, Sarah's nephews to go see the uh, the Brawley movie where they the new like the reboot of Brawley. Was that good? Yeah, it was good. Um, there's part of it when Brawley like when he reaches his max power, like he warp he kind of warps reality, and that part was kind of like silly. But um, you know, uh, it was still a good movie, and. Uh, but they, I mean, Broly was kicking their ass. Vegeta and Goku both turned, and Frieza, all of them. Like, he was whipping the shit out of all of them. And finally, uh, Goku and uh, Vegeta had to do a, uh, they had to do their fusion and become Gogeta. And then they, they had trunks on the rope, or they had Broly on the ropes. And uh, I don't know, it was looking like Broly was going to lose, but uh, somebody intervened at the last minute, stopped the fight, and then they just shook hands and went about their business. That's crazy. Just says that for another movie, how that does. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, Broly was beating the hell out of him, and he, he got he got this form where like his hair was starting to turn green, and he just they just couldn't stop him. So, at least in the in the new movie though, they didn't make Broly an asshole. Like in the first movie, Broly's kind of a dick. He like blows up these little peaceful, little hermit looking people, but in this movie, he uh he's just trying to mind his own business, just trying to live, and then Frieza comes in and manipulates him and does all this bullshit and makes him angry and then they all start fighting. Was was um, was the Android series after Cell or before Cell? Uh, Android series is before Cell. Before Cell? I like the Android series. Cell was good uh, but I think the Androids are pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, so it goes you got the Saiyan saga then you got the Vegeta saga then you got the Frieza saga then you got the Android Saga, and then the Cell Saga, and then the Boo Saga. And um, I didn't, I stopped watching in the Boo Saga. I got, I got probably like the first season of Boo, and then we, I, did, I didn't watch after that. Boo was just a dick, man. That's all it was. Boo was a dick the whole time. <laughs> and for some reason, he warps you into a cookie and eats you. Like, what the, I don't know what the shit that was about, but you know. Yeah, I just uh, the problem is is how they released those cartoons when they when they first came over here in the U.S. It was like, oh man, this is uh, this is pretty cool. It's 
the unique, the artwork's unique. It's action packed. It's really over the top. And then uh, you get through the first season and you're like, all right, so when's the next season coming? And before they would show you the next season, you had to watch all of season one over again. And so those episodes like, you know, next time on Dragon Ball Z and previously on Dragon Balls. I mean, this shit gets old. It's hard to watch. And then so after you've done that, like when you're getting into season eight and you've had to watch all seven seasons before you get to season eight, it's like, man, I can't do this shit anymore. I just can't watch it. It's just too much. They're not coming out fast enough and I can't do it. Wasn't it the um, the Frieza series where he was using a spirit bomb and it took like three episodes to power that sucker up? Yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. You know, and it's just a lot of yelling and screaming. And uh, Man, they, they got to fill up the time, dude. That's what it is. Well, no. some of the episodes are just pure filler where it's like they go, but like the little side characters that you barely even see and they explore their adventures and shit. It's like, come on, man. Let me see who they're fighting, you know. But it's the formula, John, you got a good point. How, how far can the formula go? I think the next, what I heard from what I understand, the next movie is going to be like a new Namek, a new planet Namek comes into being, and like Namek's become all powerful. Um, but I, I don't know if that's true or not. It's just rumors I'm going I've to get something like Dragon God mode or something like that. You know, something I'll say that, man. I, I think the Namekians kind of get overlooked. Yeah. No, I like Piccolo. I mean, he's cool. And uh, I mean, their whole planet got fucked and wiped out, and the race is almost extinguished. So I'm Maybe. fine with them bringing them back. Yeah, my what thing is, I wonder why they haven't tried to repopulate. Like, why hasn't Goku or Piccolo had any offspring? Because he's a dick, man. <laughs> Get along with him. There's man. not anybody for him to mate with. They, they don't. They're asexual. They don't need mates. Okay, so there's. I, I think he's mentioned it before. I think he doesn't want his offspring getting killed because he's afraid that somebody's just going to come and wipe his species out again. Oh, well, I don't know. He's I raising don't... Goku's grandkids, so I don't know what the problem is. No, man, what's Goku's kids? Man, who's gonna mess with Goku's kids? <laughs> we find out whose kids he is. <laughs> who's yep. gonna jack with him? Well, you know, in that world, though, a lot of people don't know who Goku is. Like, they don't know he saved the world. They think Mr. Satan saved the world. Hercule, Hercule. Uh, Mr. Satan. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that guy. <laughs> they just they just see Goku kind of in the background. They don't know he's the actual guy who's doing it. They think it's, you know the other guy so could you have a gentleman's fight in real life like let's say like oh you have insulted my wife i challenge you to a gentleman's fight outside you know it doesn't fly does it? you know i challenge you to you know a gentleman's battle outside right now you know you couldn't do that can you, you still get in trouble right yeah you can't nowadays it's called a um what's it called simple assault or something like that like it doesn't matter it doesn't matter who initiated it. The only way you could do it is if you had it sanctioned, like in an event, or you were like in a gym or something. Yeah, like that'd be weird. Referee, you gotta have license. Yeah. I mean, if you if you if you walked into a gym and you put on gloves, you're pretty much gonna have a license to do whatever the fuck you want. I mean, as long as you're sign a waiver too. Yeah, I mean, it depends on the gym, but yeah, I mean. So hell, when me and Aaron were when we were doing uh, the little brief time we did with Taekwondo, I mean. I mean, sometimes that sensei kicked my ass one time. Like, she wasn't holding back. Like, she put me down. Like, she was like, you know, I'm throwing your ass to the ground, and that's it. And when I did judo, I got fucked up. I mean, that's basically the same thing. There's just two guys agreeing to, you know, throw down. Now, there's no 
hatred that, or animosity behind it. It's, it's, it's you got to go through that. Okay. So when the military was teaching us our hand to hand combat, it was called body hardening. You got to go through certain body hardening uh, courses and training so that you're not getting so hurt when you actually get into a fight. It's, it's all about deadening those nerves and, and getting your brain accustomed to being hit and experiencing pain so that when you get into a, an actual competition or an actual match, you don't turn into a pussy. So I could, I could tell you, hey, you insulted me. Meet me at this gym, you know, this boxing ring, and that's, that's fine. Yeah, that would be that's – the, that's the only way you could do it. Or in this octagon. No, meet me at this gym in this octagon at this time. <laughs> yeah, you could do it as long as you don't – as long as you don't bring a fucking baseball bat or a knife, you know, yeah, you can do it. Battery. Yeah. You can't. You can't just. You can't just walk into somebody's garage or you know walk out in the street and just start beating the hell out. Like that's those illegal fight clubs. After that movie came out, Fight Club. Yeah. Like that. That stuff's illegal, and the cops will go break all that up. Oh man, how long did that last? After Fight Club came out, people were just fighting in the fucking streets. I think people oh. still do it. I'm, I'm pretty sure it still happens. Yeah, it's called uh, bare knuckle boxing, and there's uh, YouTube videos about it. Yeah. Remember that? Uh, remember Kimbo Slice? He was man, going around doing that shit. Kimbo Slice, man. In the backyard, yeah. They were doing it in backyards. So that's that's you. Okay, so you probably could get away with it in the backyard if it's two consenting adults doing it. But if you get a crowd and you're you're spending money on it and it's not sanctioned, you can get in trouble for that. Who remember yeah. that? Who what was that? Uh, that movie? That I mean, that show back in the um, early nineties. That guy would give homeless people food, like it was homeless people boxing. Remember? God, <laughs> you remember that? I think I remember something like that. I think home. I think Kimbo Slice beat up a homeless dude once. I, if I'm not mistaken. I remember in the gas station. I went in the gas station. My mom and right there, homeless people or bum fights. It was called bum fights. I saw the video. It's the, the video, not the DVD video. It said bum fights. <laughs> <laughs> There's, a, there's an episode of The Simpsons about that. It's like, you know, this guy's fighting for a sandwich. You know, he's fucking, he's that's throwing where it down. Came from. That's where, it, that's where bum fights came from. This guy was giving people money, food, a hotel room, food, you know. Hey, bud, you want to make a hundred bucks real quick? Yeah, <laughs> fight the camera. Yeah, Hell yeah, I mean, fight for a hundred dollars, fuck. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think. Uh, you know, that's one of those things where they're they're all on board until they step into the arena or whatever it is, and that first hit gets them in the face. And they're like, "No, nah, fuck this! I don't, you know, it ain't worth it." But yeah, on a on a, uh, a side note, the guy who did uh, "Girls Gone Wild" he canceled that show because not not a lot of girls signed the waiver form, right? Yeah, they got she got into a lot of trouble behind it. Yeah, a lot of because overall he didn't he didn't know about. You know, permission slip. <laughs> I don't know. You well, know. he's just being an ass. You know, a lot of those girls are drunk, and you're sitting there putting the camera up their dress it's while they're drunk. Like you know, that. and they don't know. It's because that's that a lot of fucking legal precedents were set in place, and now you can't get away with shit no more. That kind of thing we were talking about, Shane. You do things when you're younger, but you don't come to light later. Light later, so you're like, oh wait, no, you got me drunk and made me do that. You know, you know. Yeah, it's true. I wonder what happened to him. I wonder what he's doing now. Are he doing anything? Oh, I'm sure he's still in production or something like that. I mean, I'm sure he's probably in the porn business or something. I mean, there's no telling. I would see, I would see, the, I would see those infomercials every night as a kid. Girls got wild. Oh, yeah. Whenever I was with y'all, 
Man. Yeah, I can't every goddamn night. <laughs> it always had that shitty little Hawaiian music playing, that little ding, 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 yeah, ding. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, everybody looked like they were happy and smiling and having fun, but really they were miserably really drunk, and uh, girls were getting taken advantage of. <laughs> Girl, want to show your jugs off. They weren't that big of a jugs, really. They weren't really that big. Well, <laughs> I'd, I'd seen... I had seen some commentary on it once and like the interviews, like I never actually watched one of the tapes, but the interviews were like really awkward. Like it was just, everything was forced and just, it was not very professionally made, you know, it was just so, like some dude with a camera. But some of the girls were excited to meet him, right? Some of them were excited to meet him. Like, oh my well, God, you make yeah, girls go wild. Let me show you my tits. You know? Yeah. Because about him. Yeah. I mean, of course that's, it's an interesting thing in society where people are, you know, they're, Wanting to get some kind of exposure, any kind of exposure. Yeah, they wanted their they wanted their fame. They wanted to get recognized. They wanted somebody that was important that had money to look at them and see. Oh, okay, that girl's hot. Maybe we can put her on TV. But I mean, how many celebrities ever came out of the Jerry Springer show? I mean, God dang, maybe. you know, I, I mean, Steve is probably the only guy that made it out. You yeah, know, but, yeah, that's that's the only one. So all the guests they've had on after all the years and all the crazy shit they did. I don't think one single person on Jerry Springer's show became a celebrity. The only what the only person I can think of in a show like that that actually did good was that Cash Me Outside girl. She's made a lot of money. Still, yeah, and that's probably the only person I can think of that, that was a nobody who goes on to one of those kind of shows and all of a sudden becomes somebody. The the my two best Jerry Springer episodes was when the guy told the when the girl told the guy, "I'm really a man." Like, how yeah. do you not know? Right. I mean, it was obviously it was a dude. And, Dad, uh, I'll try anything once. Yeah. And then, so, like, the the crowd just fucking goes nuts. Jerry throws his hands up in the air and it's just like. <laughs> the know. other one was the one where the girl goes, I'm actually a stripper. And the guy, like, flips out, like, oh my God, you're a stripper. Like, that's, that's really not that bad. You know, like, it's bad, but, you know, okay. You know, there was one where they had these two little people come out and I guess they were fighting over a woman. And one of the. One of the little guys was like an average little guy, like, you know, what you would normally expect from like midget wrestling or something like that, like Wee Man. But the other little person was like a real little guy, like mini me, like real tiny. And they started, you know, throwing down and the, the little guy, the little, little one, he had to get on his, his arms and legs and crawl. Like that's how he had to move. And he's scooting across the floor. It looked creepy, man. He just hauling ass <laughs> across the floor to get onto this guy. Looked like a seal kind of the way he was running. It was just bizarre. <laughs> Like just weird, man. Just not something. It's not very appealing. Just you I, know. I like the. I like that one guy. He was real cool about. It. He goes, "I'm dating you, but I'm dating her too. But I think we can get along." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that guy was funny. He was cool the whole time. I think um, one of the funniest things that I had to see, have seen that involved little people was Wee Man from Jackass going up in a bar with a lady that was also a little person. This guy comes up to me, man, and he's like, hey, man, who the fuck are you? Uh, who the fuck are you? And they just go back and forth, and he's like, well, I'm her boyfriend. And Wee Man says, oh, yeah? Well, I'm her man friend. And so they start getting into a fight. And the next thing you know, the fucking little person police show up, and the fucking little people ambulance show up, and a huge crowd of more little people show up, and there's an even bigger fight. And this is like 20, 30, 30 little people are all in this bar, and nobody knows why the fuck they're all in there. <laughs> well, it was funny when those when the EMTs and the police busted in, and like people playing pool and shit in the bar were like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> well, I I took I didn't I didn't tell you I took my mom to a WWE event one time, 
And we're watching it. We're watching it. And she looked over at me and goes, so when did the midgets come out? I'm like, what, mom? Like, midgets. When does the midget wrestling start? Like, I, there's only two or three midgets in WWF, WWE right now. She goes, well, when did they come out and fight? Uh, I think one retired and it's not, that one's not here. She goes, oh, I really want to see the midget fights. Every time my dad took me to a uh, wrestling match, I let the midget fights. I'm like, well, that's a heartwarming experience, mom, but there's no midget fights. Yeah. I think Hornswoggle <laughs> was, I think, I think Hornswoggle in the last year, Hornswoggle's made an appearance. But, uh, but there yeah. is, there is a Texas midget wrestling. They had that bars. Yeah. Sometime, you know? Yeah, no, that's true. Uh, yeah, it was more popular back in the day. It's kind of become a novelty thing, and I just don't know if the if the WWE wants to be in that business where they're you know putting these people through that through that. <laughs> I'm gonna show you that made it was like uh, what's the Mexican guy uh, Toro or Taurus or something? No, Rey Mysterio. He was oh. sure. But he yeah, has the belt one Mysterio time. still wrestles. He was wrestling in WrestleMania. He, man, that guy needs to stop, man. He's going to break some more bones in his body. Who did he go up against? He went up against somebody who just beat his ass. I can't remember who it was. Who did Ray, Ray Mysterio go like Big. Whoever he went against, he didn't stand a chance. Somebody younger, bigger, and everything. <laughs> he just didn't his ratings. Yeah, I wish I knew who it was. Well, I mean, yeah, he's just a staple. You can count on Ray Mysterio. He's consistent. Like, you can, you know, he, he's got a following. He tries his best. He's the underdog all the time. And it'll always yeah, surprise Randy you. Orton. Oh, he fought Randy Orton. Randy Orton just destroyed. Randy Orton? No, Randy Orton will find another guy. It says in November, which is when roughly it would have been. WrestleMania was this weekend. It was Thank you, Sarah Rollins. It was in this match? Yeah, yeah. Ray Mysterio fought somebody in, in WrestleMania. Oh. It must have been a side show, right? A little side. It was uh it was early on in the it was well see Brock Lesnar came out first. He was the, that was weird. Brock Lesnar started the show, which usually Brock Lesnar ends the show. And uh so the way it started, the way WrestleMania started is Alexa Bliss comes out and she says, I'm the host of WrestleMania and I'm gonna create all these moments and here's my first moment and then she brings out Hulk Hogan. So the crowd goes crazy. Hulk Hogan's there. And he's like, what you going to do, brothers? Well, WrestleMania runs wild on you. And then, like, Paul Heyman just, like, busts out of nowhere, marches all the way down to the, you know, the, the arena, jumps in, and he's like, my name is Paul Heyman. And he says that uh, – Samoa Joe? Oh, Say Samoa it. Joe. It was – it was uh, yeah, Ray Mysterio against Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe, like, has got 150 pounds on the guy. It's ridiculous. Um. Anyways, uh, How much? a lot. I mean, Samoa Joe's a big guy. And uh, anyways, uh, so Paul Heyman says, he's like, uh, my Shay. guy, Brock, he either wrestles at the end of the WrestleMania, the main event, or he don't wrestle at all, or he goes, or we're just going to get this over with now so we can go back to Las Vegas where uh, people appreciate what Brock can do. And so they had uh, Seth Rollins face off against uh, Brock, and uh, Seth won. He came out on top. It's kind of good. I'm getting tired of Brock Lesnar. Like he was, he was interesting when he first came on, but he gets old. You know, somebody needs to beat his ass. He gonna get his ass beat in the UFC. Yeah, I know. So I mean, that's the point. When that happens, you know, when that happens, he needs to lose all credibility at that point. You know, unless he can make a comeback. You know, he's, he's, there's, there's talks about Brock Lesnar coming back in the UFC. Well, he's using steroids, so I don't know how that's going to happen. 
Uh, well, after a certain period of time, once you're out of your system, it doesn't matter. Well, I think that they, if they're going to say that you can't use steroids to compete, then I don't think, I think if you use steroids one time, that's it. You don't get to compete anymore. So, uh, USADA in Las Vegas, um, or not USADA in Las Vegas, the, the USADA administration uh, makes very strong sanctions and fines against people that violate uh, drug abuse in the sports competitive industry. What? But I think it's a bad example to give people a pass. I mean, you're going to pay them millions of dollars. It's like a two-year suspension. They get they lose their purse, um, and when I mean by purse, I mean I can think in like you know a hundred thousand to five hundred thousand dollars. They lose all kinds of money when they get popped for drug positive results. No, I, need, I think it needs to be like a fifteen year ban. What, what we all remember, you're, you're essentially talking about kicking them out of the sport. Yeah, I, yeah. If you're going to make it where you can't use the drugs to compete, then you shouldn't be able to well, compete at all. The problem is, man, is that you do have um, false positive tests. You have people that uh, get exposed to uh, steroids accidentally, which means that, you know, somebody gave it to them or somebody was using it in the same facility they were using it and it got absorbed through the skin, which there are documented cases of that happening. You're dropping a pretty heavy band hammer uh, on people that, you know, if it was something minor, I really don't think that deserves a lifetime ban. A couple of years, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. John Jones has been on the receiving of that, naming that right now. You got to do it like Rocky Balboa. Wake up at five in the morning, drink three raw eggs, and fucking run your ass off. And that's, do, that's do you it. Remember? Well, yeah, and a lot of them do that, but uh, some of them, I mean, they, they just take a performance enhancer. Well, they didn't know it was mixed with fucking anabolic steroids or Decaball or Turnabal or any of that shit. Somebody just gave it to them. And yeah, they're like, yeah. oh, okay, I'll, I'll drink this, no problem. And then it turns out there's got a fucking chemical composition in it that they they pop positive when they pee. I mean, I wouldn't mind if if steroids were like it's you can use them and it's not a problem. Like anybody can use steroids and that's fine. I would be okay with that. But if you're gonna say it's it's against the rules to use this and compete, then it needs to be totally banned. Like not all this. Well, we'll give you a pass because people really like you and you're really good. No, he's he's yeah. fucking breaking the rules. Why are you going to let him continue? A good example was a uh, Mr. Armstrong. They took everything away from him. Remember him? No. Yeah, Armstrong when uh, when oh, he got popped. Oh yeah, Lance Armstrong. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, bicycle guy. They yeah, he got stripped everything. of everything. Everything. He's, all he's everything. He lost but everything. It's um. I remember something that he he posted on his social media account somehow. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't know which one he used, but he used a social media account to post. Uh, you know, I'm still the champ, and he had all seven of his Tour de France jerseys hung up in his his house, oh. and he was laying underneath them on his couch. No, yeah, I'm sorry. Like I said, you cheated. Even if you cheated those two, three times, you still cheated. They took all the way from him. He lost his bike sponsorship. Yeah, I, I don't care, man. You know? The dude lost a testicle because of ball cancer, and he still won those fucking races. I don't care. Yeah, but he was using substances, so fuck it. You, know, you cheat. If you break the well, rules, then you need to get out. Doing, something with his blood, right? Something about taking old blood out, putting new blood in, or something like I don't that. Know, he's That's doing all kinds of shit. Yeah. But my thing is, is that you know, if you got rules and the players don't follow the rules, like I don't, like you know, my son, he's going to go up. The role models in sports are shitty. Like they go out and they beat their wives, they use drugs, they fucking commit crimes. Not all Kowski's a good role model. Tony Romo's a good role model. Jason Witten's a good role model. How's, how's Tony Romo a good role model? What's he done that's so good? 
he played for the Dallas Cowboys, made millions of dollars. That's, so he's rich. So that's well, a good he, role model to be. No, he, he contributes to the community. He he's doesn't do wine, you know. He's just, he doesn't his wife. He doesn't I'm do drugs. Big, I'm just not a big sports fan. I don't get it. I don't get why people want to watch millionaires exercise. It just it annoys them. Like, like my uh, my friend said, it's modern day gladiators. That's all they are. Modern day gladiators. You well, at least the gladiators was like gladiators was life or death, though. I mean, that's well, we, you got to took the life and death part out. But they're modern day gladiators. There are champs you want to see win. You know, there are gladiators. You know. And you got to remember something. So let's let's use Tom Brady as an example. Tom Brady is the epitome of dedication to your job. When he's at home, he's watching tape. When he's at practice, he's watching tape and practicing. When he's not at home or at practice. He's watching tape somewhere else. He's always watching tape about how he can do his job better. And there's nobody, there's nobody more dedicated to being the best quarterback or the best captain of their team or whatever you want to call it than Tom Brady. He's so committed. He he lives and breathes his sport. That's the true professional, in my my opinion. Yeah, he is the epitome of, of Tom, professional. How's Tom Brady going to advance the human race? I mean, well, is he going to get us to Mars? Well, Tom Brady going to Tom Brady going to solve, solve the energy crisis. I'm saying if we put as much effort into fucking knowing what Tom Brady does as much as we do as Michio Kaku, the scientist who you know we, so, we'd be a lot better off. Well, you, what, what name was that? Michio Can you even Kaku. spell Michio Kaku? Spell it. Spell Michio Kaku. I C H A I O. Michio Kaku. I think that same way, Shane. When you think about like who's talk, people talk about the Kardashians, like. Who the fuck are Kardashians? I used to, and I watched the show one time. Like, this is what y'all watching. Y'all watching people live oh, out there. Okay, John. Go ahead. No, it's not. No, it's not. Those those people aren't disciplined. Those people aren't committed yeah, to their trade. Like, they got they're a show. They're not. They got a show. They're all about sensationalism. They're all about sensationalism and how famous they can get. The Tom Brady's not. He doesn't care about anything about fame or or, or any oh, of that stuff. I, He's I'm going to say that if they didn't get paid the money they get paid, those guys wouldn't be that much in sports. Okay, say say look, you can say that about a football player, but I think you should be taking shots at baseball players whose average salary is four million dollars. There's a guy that just got signed on who's going to be making four hundred thousand dollars an hour for his contract, and so you, you want to compare baseball to football. You should be looking more at baseball. Football players, okay, you got your history of, of domestic violence and drugs. But there's so many positive role models. Jerry Rice, Rod Woodson, Charles Woodson, Jerome Bettis, Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, you, I, I can go on and on and on about guys that were, you know, great at the sport. And the thing is, is that you don't get great at the sport just from raw talent. What was his name? Um, the guy that was a quarterback that got busted for those dogs. Uh, uh, again, another like, perfect role model, uh, Mike, Michael uh, Vick. Michael, Michael, Michael Vick. Okay, yeah, yeah. So Michael Vick had talent. He could throw a ball. He was fast. He could scramble. But he's not one of the greatest of all time because he didn't fucking commit himself. Tom Brady, uh, Brett Favre, uh, Troy Aikman, they all committed themselves to their game. They all committed themselves to their trade, and they did it in front of people. They did it for people to scrutinize and boo them. Or, you know, laud them with praise or whatever. And so, to, to me, I, I think that takes a very special kind of dedication, a, a very special kind of bravery, because it's also a dangerous game. Shane, you, you saw kids get hurt on the field all the time. I got hurt. You got hurt. I mean, we all got hurt. And that, that's kind of what makes it so much more 
uh, respectable in my opinion. You know, I mean, you got guys getting concussions and getting traumatic spinal injuries or tearing them a, a ligament. And, well, you know, I'm fine, with, I'm, fine with, I'm fine with paying sports. I just don't like uh, paying all this money to go see it. I don't know why people are so interested in it. I just gave you all the reasons I can give you. I'm not going over them again. Well, it's annoying. It's I don't I don't agree with it. I wish we spent that energy, the passion that you just said. I wish you had the same passage about nuclear engineers, but you don't. So that's why the world's fucked up. That's why the world's <laughs> fucked up. Nuclear engineers, yeah, they they study long hours, but I, I'm not reaping the benefits of nuclear engineering. They're, You're I'm not. I'm getting my house powered by hydroelectric. I, I, there's not nuclear power is not supplying me with power. Nucle- nuclear power is not not creating you know my my vehicles or my products that I use. Yeah, because you're not interested in it. You're more interested in the dude running a ball down a fucking field. What the fuck? That doesn't have anything to do with nuclear power giving me any if you, benefit. If we had the same interest in science and mathematics as we did in sports, the world would be, it would be like you know like, look how China is. China don't give a fuck about sports, and they're exploring the moon right now. They so, care less about that shit. Let, let's let's name someone right now who just won a Nobel Prize. Anybody name anybody who just won a Nobel Prize? Like recently? Uh, yeah. Last person that I know is Obama. I mean, it's the last person I can mention. Miss Pathetic. That was years ago. Yeah, because I'm not. Someone just won a Nobel Prize maybe like a month ago. And I forgot his name already. Yeah. And, and but I'm Aaron knows everything. Hey, Aaron tells you about Tom Brady watching video all fucking weekend and shit. What the fuck, Tom Brady? Do <laughs> that's impressive to me, man. I mean, who who else do you know that, that a studies Nobel that Peace job? Prize winner has advanced the human race? Like it's making us better. It's it's going to save us in the future. Tom Brady you know fucking watching Tom? video isn't going to save us. It's making us worse. He's teaching me something that I can understand. I can't understand advanced astrophysics. I can't understand that fucking shit. I'm not that intelligent. Tom Brady is teaching me like, hey, man, you don't have to be a genius to be dedicated to something. You don't have to be a genius to practice and get out there and make yourself better at what you do. You don't have to be a fucking uh, Albert Einstein knockoff to go out there and do something meaningful with your life. What do you very, have to do? Very compelling argument here. Very compelling, you know. You got to fucking do your job every day, and you got to be – If, if, our, if we job. spent as much energy with – like if you did – instead of sports and all that business and we spent it on math, you wouldn't have people saying, well, I can't be a genius. I'm not smart enough. You would just be that way because it would be part of your culture. Look at people from Asia, you know, that aren't into sports and don't give a shit about it. Well, they tend to be better in math. And they're right now, if you look at it, that's true. Asians, Asians on general, on average, uh, have higher math scores than the rest of us do. I mean, it's, it's, it's a fact. Because they have one academic proclivity that we don't. They're better than us. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I mean, the Asians make more money than, than most uh, ethnic groups do. Like all ethnic groups. Asians are the top earners. How, you know I mean, that? That, how, is that, how is that statistic accurate? I don't get that. They look at all the incomes of Asians that file tax returns, and it's higher than everybody else. Aaron's going to fact check this. You know this, right? I it's true. I swear to God, it's true. Asians make more money. Than any other ethnic group, they're the, they're the top earners. You're not you're not accounting for all of those actors. I mean, everybody accuses Hollywood of being whitewashed. So you got all these fucking white people that, excuse me, make millions of dollars. What's her name? Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson was on the Forbes top 100 list. So what you're not thinking of, 
what what are most what do most movies have in them nowadays? What do most movies have? Uh, yeah. science? By science? What what makes a movie like have a lot of interesting, cool shit to look at? Uh, CGI. Okay. Who makes CGI? Uh, Asians. Not Asians make CGI. <laughs> the no, end. No, no. Drop the mic. I'm walking off the fucking stage. No, that's not true. Because there's a huge studio in Seattle, Washington that does it. There's a huge studio in Canada that does it. Okay, there's a so huge there's, there's one, one Jewish guy in charge of a studio that employs hundreds of thousands of Asians. And they make a shit ton of money. Of What's the name of it? I don't know. Industrial Light and Magic. That's one of them. There's others. Look at look at the credits on a movie. Watch I'm, watch a movie I'm with the time and special effects. Look at the credits when really, you get down to the bottom and you start seeing all the names. They're Asians. You know I gotta go look down, right? I don't watch, I don't check, watch the next movie you watch. Look, watch, watch when you get to the special effects and look at all yeah, the names. I, 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 no, I, I don't believe that. On, I don't think there's a lot of evidence in your argument. I'm gonna turn on Netflix. I'm gonna watch Infinity War. I'm going to go to the very end and look at all the names. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, and you can count them up. Count movie. Them up You're going to use one movie to, to establish your argument. You can't do that. You can't just take one movie that's been published out of the thousands of movies that's been published over five years that we've had it, uh, previously. You can't do that. You can't. That's the problem with a lot of people on social media is they find one piece of evidence to support their argument. And they're like, oh, what I'm saying is true. Everybody believe me. Like, that doesn't make any damn sense. That's how you. That's how you get false information and false theories, like flat earthers. Flat they, earthers find they, one piece they, of evidence that supports their argument, and they run with it. I've actually talked to a flat earther on this show, and he also. Yeah, what, do you think about, what do you think about him? Uh, I think his intentions are good. I think his uh, his logical reasoning is is uh, misguided. So he's. You think he's, he's, he's kind of crazy. Well. He's he makes a lot he makes a lot of connections that just because they're he makes statements that he'll say like he'll make a statement that is true, uh, but it doesn't necessarily mean the Earth isn't round. I mean, you're telling me Correlation something doesn't that, mean causation, yeah, yeah, you know. And uh, I mean, I, I think his heart's in the right place. He's just somebody who he looks at this circumstance in the world and he's like, "There's got to be more to to this. It can't just all be." People are that bad but, and people are that I, cruel. I, but he never told me what. So what happens if he's right? Boom, the, the dome fails and the fucking world's flat and we're just looking fucking upward. What now? What there? What now? What? Uh, what do we do then? I guess we're, what I guess then? it's game over, right? Game over. Yeah. That's what, it. What, what would you do? Yeah. What would you do? Okay. You won. Now what? Now what yeah. you do with life? There. You won. Now yeah. what? I mean, that's, that's one of those things where it's kind of like these doomsday preppers. You, you don't want a doomsday prepper to be right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I mean. I think it's bigger than that. I think you, if you prove that the earth is indeed flat, we've been believing it's round for all this time. Then you start diving in. Okay, well, what else is false that we've been believing is true? Well, I know Bigfoot ain't true. Well, you know? because you choose not to see him, sir. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. I forgot about that. That's part of our intro. <laughs> that's yeah. why. You just choose not to see, and that's why you'll never find him. <laughs> <laughs> right, go, man. It's almost ten thirty. All right, All see right. you, man. Asians make more money than Southeast Southeast Third. So, God damn it! Let me back up. This is Aaron Rollins from Southeast Third. Catch me in the next couple of weeks. I'll be broadcasting the Central Texas Art Collective here in Waco, keeping y'all up to date on that.
Look up uh, average income of Asians compared to other ethnic groups, and you'll oh, be pleasantly right, surprised. You're gonna do it. You're gonna do. It. He's gonna do it. Yeah. He's gonna do it. Had, uh, you know, he couldn't. He couldn't help himself. He had to mention the military. Like I'm just. I mean, he just can't well, help himself. Well, but he didn't. He didn't run with it though, like he usually does. He didn't run. He just did a short one. That's true. He didn't get into and, the and, Middle and, East, and, and it made sense. It it, it it played into the argument. Yeah. And he and it, and. Luckily, we could, we stopped it, and you know, and we moved on. So, but do you notice how he came into the episode arguing? Like we're sitting there talking about Lex Luthor, and he's like, "That's not what that's about." I was like, "Hold up, man! I'm not even. You don't even know what the hell we were talking about." And as <laughs> well, soon cool as he comes he can... in, he tells us everything. Luther. Well, it's weird that he already knew the argument already about Lex Luthor. That's the, that's the weird part. Like, oh, I don't know who you're talking about. I got this, you know. Yeah, you know, just jump right right in zero to sixty. So he's got yeah. a lot of spare time on his hands nowadays, though, because. Uh, he ain't got a job yet. <laughs> he's had a job since he was 16, Shane. Until yeah. he got till okay. he's had a job. Yeah. All right. <laughs> sure. Well, he, I think he said he's got a potential interview, so fingers crossed. I hope he gets whatever it is he's applying well, for. But uh, You know, because I'm not going to do nothing after this. I'm going to have to go look at that now, Shane, just to see if you're right. I won't go look at Infinity War, skip to the very end. Wait for oh, yeah, man. And just see what agents come up, which Aaron's going to say. But that's what I just said. You can't take one movie. Fine, I'll take Age of Ultron and I'll go yeah. watch that one. You know, check it out, man. I mean, they—that's they, who's programming our stuff. I mean, they, they're making everything, and it's—it's it's just they've. I, I saw this interview with a scientist, and he was like, you know, I look at my school and I look at all my graduates, and there's not one natural born American. They're all—they're all second generation but immigrants. They're, but they're. Uh, what do you call it? Their atmosphere, their um, environment is toxic, right? Or is um, polluted, right? They have bad pollution, don't they? Oh, yeah. In China? Yeah, they don't give a fuck about the environment. Yeah. They, it's they it's gross. Like, they have, they, have, they have massive villages of trash. Like, just fucking, I mean, re- literal trash cities. Like, it's just, it's out of control. I mean, it's bad. Like, I saw this clip of a lady trying to walk through it, you know, barefoot over there. And it was just disgusting. It just so, was gross. We could have brought that up to Aaron. Like, well, no, this good side and bad side. The bad side is they got a pollution problem. You yeah. Know? No, they do. The pro- Yeah. And the reason why is because they're trying, they're playing catch up. And um, so they're pretty much doing everything they can to get caught up to where the U.S. is. And that means fucking creating a shit ton of trash and not worrying about cleaning it up. You know, and killing off the panda bears, and you know, I mean, it, it's. I'm not saying that they're these benevolent people that we need to try to live up to. I'm just saying that there's some qualities that I admire about that culture that I think we would be better off if we had. If you have the American spirit along with the Chinese drive for, you know, organization and logic, I think we'd be better off than than like Aaron's. You know, watch. Tells you all about Tom Brady, and he was slap, he was spouting off other athletes' names. I didn't know half the fucking names he was saying. <laughs> I barely even know who fucking Tom Brady is, you know. And it's and it's and then he said, "Well, I can't know about astrophysics. That's too far beyond me." And I was like, "Well, you don't know because you haven't tried to read about. It. If you if you read a couple of books, if me and you sat, if we all three went to the library and checked out, and I know none of us got library cards, but if we went to the library <laughs> and we all checked out." like an astrophysics for dummies or basic astrophysics and we read it we actually read the book how much do you think that would i mean we would we we would feel accomplished after we read it you know we'd be like well damn now we know some shit about the way the 
if, if people don't know about it, you get that cool knowledge feeling. You get that cool yeah. feeling. Like, I just discussed, You're right. discussed astrophysics with my friends. That's cool, you know. Yeah, it's cool badass feeling. to know little shit like that, you know. Versus anybody can tell you that Tom Brady watches film. I mean, okay, anybody, obviously the guy's going to have to watch film to see what the fuck he's doing. But that doesn't, that doesn't tell me like how, you know, matter behaves or how, you know, how things change when you heat stuff up or cool it down or, or why the earth is round. I mean, it's, you know, I mean, I was, I was, I was ready to drop the mic on you. You know, Southern Wear just won the Nobel Prize for, I just fucking forgot everything. Like, fuck, I fucking ruined my own dad, damn joke, oh. old damn thing. I, yeah. I just saw the guy. Like last week, won a Peace Prize, Nobel Peace Prize for something, and I just fucking left my head like, well, damn, I'm going to kill that. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I haven't been keeping up with who wins the Nobel Peace Prize. Every, every now and then I'll hear about somebody, but I, I don't keep up with it. There's some, there's, there's, but there's several levels of the Nobel Peace, Nobel Prize, but there's science, peace. Uh, yeah, yeah, like humanities and, and science and and. Yeah, I think Obama's was like just for an advancement of humankind or something like that. Yeah. But then they kind of got disappointed because his second political term, he didn't really change a lot. <laughs> They're like, oh, we gave this guy a Nobel Peace Prize because. I, I think the me, the me part, Shane, that I felt real disappointed in the human race is when we gave a, um, a porn star the key to the city of New York. Uh-huh. <laughs> when I saw that, like, really, this is yeah. what y'all, this is what y'all's level has dropped to is giving well, stripper Tony Daniels uh, uh, the key to the city for her bravery. You know, oh, God. So oh, I was like, okay, well, you're, well good, good, good job, New York. I just lowered your own standards, which I'm pretty sure we have a New Yorker that's a listener. I don't know if that upsets you. Uh, you should be more upset with yourself. I guess. Well, for the record, I'll say that when we went to New York. Uh, Ninety percent of the New Yorkers we interacted with were, were good people. It was very, it was a very pleasant experience. And they always make them out to be assholes, though, in, in movies and nah. countries, you know. The only, the only assholes that we came across are the same assholes you deal with here, panhandlers, people asking for money. Mm-hmm. And those, that was only one small group, and we only came across them once. Everybody else is super cool, no oh, problems. There you go. See, there you go. But. Yeah. All right, Shane. I kept you up for too long. You need to get some sleep. Yeah, man. Hit it. Hit it tomorrow. Hit it hard. All right. I'm good to go. I'm good. Give to go. A, you got your sign out. You got your. I, I'm still working on it. Uh, let's see. I, I'll try it right now. Um, this is JP. Join me on JP's what? Where I discuss. I, I don't know what. So. All right. All right. Good thing. <laughs> Y'all check him out. JP's what? This is Shane. Uh, hit me up on Twitter at bbeefin, or you can type in big beefin. I think that'll pull it up too. But. The oh. Fucking Twitter handles be beefing. Same thing, Shane. Same thing. I-, I thought it was awesome. If you if you Google Big Beefing, it brings up all of our fucking names. Oh yeah, that's good. I was like, what? Like, I got my own web page. If I put Big Beefing, <laughs> it, it brings up all of us. Like, oh shit. Well, it, it, I like that. It's cool. You do like, oh shit. Like, I'm famous. I'm here, here in the next uh, here in the next month or so. We just we'll get another good episode in because I got some plans. We'll hit a thousand listeners, and after that, you know, I think uh, I think we're on our way. I think later on, like later on, maybe like six, three or four months down the road, or whatever we need to do, we need to start discussing big beefing road trip. It may be like a weekend, or we go to a convention somewhere. Or oh uh, yeah, I totally agree with that. You know, 
just to do something. We just, you know, have fun half the time and do work half the time. No, and we can record it live. Like, what? And so other people, you know, hey, we're at this event. We're here now. We're talking. Let's see and if we get in trouble. Hopefully, we're not getting in trouble. You know, we'll have like, you know, Aaron can go around and interview people and annoy the fuck out of them. You know, I mean, just have Aaron <laughs> go do that. You know, but I'll hit you more. On, I'll hit you more up on that later, though. Okay. So, but, All right, man. All well, right. Have a good night. Yeah, have a good night. So I'll talk to y'all later. All right, later.